Hey guys, and welcome back to season three, episode two of Tea Time. So, ready your glasses, mugs. I always really struggle with that one. Mugs, flasks, bottles, or cups ready because the kettle is boiled. So, this episode of Tea Time is 20 questions to ask a 30 year old. And we have some wisdom to be shared with us, spilt with us into our cups, flasks, mugs from Auntie, spelled T-E-A. Hello, Auntie. How are you? Hello. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yes, I'm very well. Thank you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. So what have you got to drink today? What's your choice? Now, I contemplated long and hard about my drink, mm-hmm. and I decided I was going to go with what I was already drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Which was? <laughs> Is a protein shake. A protein shake? That's so yeah. different. Clear whey protein. It's like squash. Mm-hmm. 20 grams of protein. Mm. Living your best life. Living but if I, life. if I had it, I can't lie, it would have been a glass of wine. <laughs> Because you know I've always got a glass of wine. <laughs> the ke- like I said in the last in in episode one, the kettle can be your whatever of choice, your your pouring thing of choice. It can be your bottle of wine. I think I said ice cubes in the last one. If you're having a cold drink, so have you got ice yeah. cubes? Have you got ice cubes in yours? No, I don't actually. I've just got a standard protein shake. Okay. But, you know, ice cubes are also a good choice. Yeah, we're still spilling. We're still spilling. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you're you're actually doing the spilling today. Through... I know. I don't know what wisdom you think I can provide, <laughs> but I'm very flattered. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm so excited. So, first question was, what are you drinking? Protein, lovely. Yeah, got to get them gains. Got to get them gains. Oh, God, don't get me started on that. <laughs> definitely, I'll definitely have to do an episode on the gym at some point. That would be great. That would be fun question how are you i'm good you know i'm actually really good mm-hmm. um yeah i'm in a good mood today mm. yeah good. i just woke up i did mm. some lego i read a book <laughs> that's you know? great that's you know great. what one of the best things you can ever do is literally mm. build some lego while listening to an audiobook it's life-changing mm. it's just total you time that does sound very independent yeah don't need anybody you know you just sit there putting pieces together listening to an audiobook that's great i I love that this is is almost the the first piece of wisdom from a 30 year old onto a 20 year old (laughs) it's like do nothing do nothing it's build lego build lego (laughs) that's the that's the first piece of build lego listen to books or read them and do Mm do live live a chilled existence you know there's too much chaos out there wonderful existence inside that's that's perfect because it pretty much leads on to my my next question which is how do you handle life oh that's a good question lego lego it is lego no i'm joking no i don't know that's that's a really good question it's also a really hard one to answer because i feel like it's very different Mm. for every individual i think of course every individual has their coping mechanisms and if you don't get some Mm. honestly it's the thing that will make you feel very 
grounded when the ground is kind of being pulled out from under you. Mm. Um, yeah, there's, there's a famous Gilmore Gilmore Girl quote. If you don't, mm-hmm. girls get to know. <laughs> but yeah. um, there's a famous quote that she says, and she lives. She says, "I live a world in in a world of books. I li- that's how I yeah. live my life." Of course, Sorry, I probably put that quote entirely, but it's, that's it's kind of true. true. You mm. learn so much from books and movies and other people's life experiences Mm. um you know different points of history the way Mm -hmm. people handle things how they handle things and and you use that to shape your own sort of life and how you handle it yeah and it's a Mm. good way to escape from like say for example you don't know how to deal with your current like what's going on currently in front Mm. of you yeah taking some time away yeah taking some time away to go you know what i'm gonna spend a little bit of time with a book or Mm -hmm. watch a tv show or watch a film like it can really rejuvenate you it can totally rejuvenate you i I must say fully um i give credit to you because you've been my biggest influence in in reading books in my adult life which we really don't do enough enough of i think especially for me outside my course i don't see reading as as uh what's the word like an enjoyable thing because I spend so much time reading otherwise but you know you've said to me even if it's just um what's the word non-fiction yeah think fiction that's the one if Mm -hmm, it's just mm -hmm. fiction it's I guess it's that sense of escapism which really grounds you in a way yeah because there's different types of reading right Mm. and you know I I know exactly where you are in in terms of like what was going on when you were in your third year I was in my Mm. third year doing Mm. law and it's tough man like you know you've got to really take and I think this is something that isn't really said because everyone's chasing the training contract everyone's chasing what they're going to do next everyone's Mm. chasing you know what what's going to happen after this and I need Mm. to make sure that I've lined this up and I've done that and I've got all these extracurriculars and Mm. actually the reality of it is sometimes you just need self-care yeah Mm. you just need some self-care and you just need to chill and relax Mm. and for you personally would you say that you incorporate your self-care into planning organization or do you just do it when you feel that you're at a point of burnout um I think I I try my hardest to incorporate into my everyday life Mm. but I'm not very disciplined you know Matt my fiance is very disciplined I however I'm not I'm just like a floating ship in the wind so (laughs) (laughs) trying to incorporate stuff like that into my daily life is actually Mm. really quite hard but Mm. I I think I try and make it intentional like okay even if I get one of them done cool I've done something for myself Mm. that day Mm. um but yeah I think I tend to do a lot more when it's close to burnout because that's Mm take a step back and I really need to mm. just chill rejuvenate step back assess the situation before I dive mm. in again because I step think sometimes mm. yeah when you're in a like a stressful situation and you keep diving in and diving in and diving in and diving in mm. there's actually like there's a I don't know guys <laughs> I'm gonna come up with so <laughs> many weird references I feel so- <laughs> no it's perfect poker match. there's this like poker match a poker match might- yeah a poker match match a poker match okay Right. You know how people play poker, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with cards and they mm-hmm. have chips and stuff, right? So mm. me and my fiance Matt, we were watching this poker match mm. that was, um, Kevin Hart was in it. Mm. Um, there was this one girl that they had, like, it was one member from the public that they had, mm. like, crowd surf to go in and, and do it. They had to play, like, so many rounds of poker or whatever and win mm. to go in there. And then there was other famous poker players, right? And they yeah. had this joke in this where it was like this one guy, he kept like 
when he was losing, he kept betting more and more to try and get mm. it back. And they kept going, he's on tilt, he's on tilt. <laughs> and me and Matt used to find it so funny. But the 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 the, the kind of lesson is right. Mm. It's like when you're when you're not succeeding at something, if you dig your heels in even further and keep mm. putting in, sometimes you just need to take a step back, not mm. play that hand. That's fair. That makes sense. And come from a more centered place mm. and then you can like go back in with like a fresh mind because when he was betting from a place of like loss i need to gain it back loss i need mm. to gain it back desperation of like yeah and you lose yourself exactly you're not betting from a place of like okay how do i win the game mm. you know you so sometimes mm. like it's true in life you just need to take a step back yeah that's fair. Yeah. And yeah. how would how would you say how you handle life differently in terms of stepping back? You know, the self-care escapism is different to how you handled life when you were 20. Oh, gosh. When I was 20, I had nothing. Like, no coping mm. mechanisms, no good way of doing anything. It was mm. just anxiety, depression, stress. That's mm-hmm. it. It was mm. a cycle of that. It was a cycle of, you know, I didn't know whether I was coming or going most mm. days. I didn't know how to take care of myself I didn't know any mm. of that stuff so and it's learning why, yeah and that's why I say to you like learn these things now when you're young mm. because this is hard at the moment with uni but you still have a certain level of like safety net mm. if you know what I mean mm. I don't want to say a safety net because that's actually a bit <laughs> but mm. do you know what I mean as in like you still have a buffer of some discussion yeah of course of course you're not like kind of launched out there going shit how am I going to pay bills how am I going to mm. rent a house how am I going to get a job how am I going to interact mm. with clubs? we how have the time we have the time yeah. to step back yeah okay. yeah and and to kind of learn those things now mm. so that when you do enter that that world mm. working and independence totally you're not like flailing around like I did in my mm-hmm. early 20s where I was just like I have no idea what I'm doing and you've seen what I've done now I've come out mm-hmm. I've been I've been out of law now for what since 2018 mm-hmm. um and 2018 2019 and then now I've I'm going back in I'm doing something different but it's mm-hmm. still kind of connected so you know it makes sense yeah so learning yeah. essentially learning about yourself uh, but by the way that was question four which is you know how how is it different to when you handled life when you were 20 and I guess that's really wise is because you know we all have like you said even earlier we all have different things different methods of escapism and stuff and I guess you're really yeah. defining and highlighting the, the necessity of escapism for yourself yeah totally mm. totally and just and just giving I think the thing I always say to you as well is like give yourself a lot of grace mm. you know you're young yeah, you, you have... want to make mistakes even me like I'm I'm not quite 30 guys I'm almost there (laughs) but like even me like there's still I'm I'm very aware to still give myself grace now because in 10 years time when I'm 40 and we'll be having Mm. this conversation again like Mm. you know what I mean you'll be 30 I'll be 40 you know it will be that kind of thing where it's like I I hope I I sorry let me phrase this differently now looking back at my 20s I wish I had shown myself more grace Mm. when I was 20 so Mm. now I'm being very conscious to say to myself that when I'm 40 I want to look back and not have that regret Mm. and say doesn't matter what happened at least I love myself at least I showed myself grace Grace, you know that that answers my um question my, my next question which was going going to be how do you handle the difficult days which is I guess you just answered grace yeah showing yourself grace that's yeah. that's really good um uh, you know wisdom the 
that's brilliant you know it's having the, it's having enough love for yourself to say mm. that today is a bad day and that's okay i'm gonna do mm. something else and yeah. you know i've given everything i can to every task i've put myself to mm. regardless of its success rate or not you know mm. and i feel like a lot of people don't think like that they think mm. productivity i've got to get stuff done organization mm. my house needs to be clean i need mm-hmm. to cook i need to make sure i've eaten healthy meals i've gone to the gym i've done mm. my ten thousand steps and everything in between but some days you're not going to do that and that is completely mm. fine we're all mm. human we exactly. don't have this innate ability to just be perfect mm. you know what i mean and i think that's the con that is fed to us especially yeah. on sh- social media and you know mm. throughout what other people kind of talk about or do within their lives they're like oh i've done this today i'm like great yeah. you yeah. i just about managed to get up and hoover my house today I'm exactly so yeah you we live I mean? in a, such a productive society where you feel the pressure to to really keep up but sometimes you just need to step back and do something that makes you happy so that you can you know when you do choose to step back into uh your tasks or whatever you know mm. you're undertaking you can do it with more strength and willpower yeah that's that's mm. that's so it you just gotta give yourself some grace you know <laughs> like be nice to yourself so going back into the 20 year old auntie at uni doing her fit mm-hmm. so we're specifically now focusing on uni mm-hmm Basically, the House of Commons Library research briefing states that the higher education entry rate among UK 18-year-olds has increased from 24.7 in 2006 to 30.7 in 2015 and actually peaked to 38.2% in 2021, which is it's relatively still close in 2022 at 37.5, which is obviously still relatively high, which means that there are loads loads of students loads of people that are you know trying to manage all of all of these stresses Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. would you say that having the lived experience of already being to gone to uni uh having graduated is it worth the stress (laughs) (laughs) um yes and no Mm mm-hmm I think it has to be for the right reasons. I think too many young people are pushed straight into a degree. And I'll be honest mm. about that. I've say, I say this quite openly to anybody that will ask me. I don't think that parents should be pushing their kids into university degrees because mm-hmm. I think you have to be very, a very strong character. Mm. And not in the sense of like, oh, you have your shit figured out, but just in terms of like, you can handle mm. a lot mm. because university is a melting pot it's Mm. so many different people coming together Mm. with from so many different backgrounds which can be very enlightening but it can also be a very pressurized situation because everybody's young everybody's to an extent figuring out who they are they Mm. have opinions they're reading the news it's Mm -hmm. very you know it's very pressurized there's a lot of intense discussions that goes on and Mm -hmm. I think sometimes if you push a kid into university and they're Mm -hmm. not ready for that experience they'll collapse fall under the pressure yeah I know know a few people that that's happened to and they've just completely dropped out you know like people just they just can't handle it and Mm -hmm. it's not even sometimes to do with the degree which is the biggest shame of all sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just to do with the lifestyle that you live at uni you know Mm -hmm. you're completely to an extent I don't want to make it sound bad because there are so many pluses to university, but mm-hmm. to an extent you are cut off from everything you know. Mm. You know what I mean? And unless you're living at home, then maybe that's a different situation for you. Mm. But for most people, that they leave their house 
no matter how far they've gone and mm-hmm. you know you are in that university bubble and you live that bubble for three mm-hmm. years the people that you go to uni with are your ride or die people you know mm-hmm. you you live with them day in day out they bring <laughs> you up they bring you down as well yeah, I can exactly. say from lived experiences <laughs> you, you know what I mean so yeah. it just it is really hard and I feel like it can make or break a person some people they thrive in that mm-hmm. environment because I think they are like have a certain level of like readiness to go mm-hmm. into it but I think the people that don't it can really have detrimental effects and, and I think mm-hmm. yeah sorry carry on so that really takes me on to question seven which is what mm-hmm. advice would you have for well my original question was phrased law student but I guess we're applying it to all students which are kind of we're all in the same boat relatively so how what, what advice would you provide for being in this new pressurizing environment environment where it can actually become very overwhelming before you even consider a degree go out there and work if you mm. know like for example lawyers get mm-hmm. internships whatever it is and take some time like just start as a legal assistant just start mm-hmm. answering phones on the desk at reception but hearing about what's going on in the back mm-hmm. the legal casework maybe say can I just go to court one day with a, and just shadow just for mm-hmm. a couple of hours you know like people in law firms they're more than happy to help in that regard mm-hmm. just to see and, and just see if it's actually for you before yeah. you jump into that kind of but I, I advise that for any degree yeah, any no degree, matter what yeah. degree it is mm-hmm. go and work first and figure out if that's what you want to do that's what you want people, to do mm-hmm. The people that I see that have done the best at uni and they've like gone and done stuff before and they know hundred. it's like they're coming to uni to just like increase their qualification skills. Mm. It's something mm. they already know they love, they want to do, and they're just increasing their qualification skills to get them like, for example, a higher paid job or mm. the position that they want. Um, you know, maybe it's more specialized work, et cetera, et cetera. That's where you go mm. into your PhDs and your masters and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I would say, yeah, first, that's my first piece of advice to anybody that's going in. And I think when you go into uni, Mm -hmm. use your first year as like, people are going to hate me for saying this, but use it as a fuck it year. (laughs) Honestly, like that's the best way (laughs) because it doesn't count towards your final grade. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Your first year is worth 0% in the mm. whole of your degree. Mm. Use it as a fuck it year. Try everything <laughs> to do with your degree. Yeah. You know what I mean? Write an essay that way and write an mm. essay another way and answer this question that way and sit mm. an exam one way because that's the only way you're going to learn how yeah. you learn, you know, mm. and what works well for you to get the best grade that you can. I love you that. Know? Mm. And, and figure out, figure that out with your feedback as well. Like, you mm. know, that's the, that's the benefit of a fucking yeah. year. You can kind of go, okay, I'm going to write this grade you can go and sit there and analyze it with your lecturer and go right okay Mm. now i understand why that doesn't work yeah it's true and you know you'll have over the course of your first year you'll have like what four modules five modules Mm -hmm. that you can really try that with in different ways and Mm. and sit a multitude of exams where you can really Mm. give that a go so that Mm. when you're going into your second year you're far more informed about how you learn how you write essays you've learned Mm. those foundations Mm. you know what i mean you know i must say I must say, even as a twenty, you know, tw- coming back to the perspective of a, li- a twenty-year-old now, currently, uh, you know, I'm in final year. I wish I had done more of that in first year. You know, where I, I had to taken on the the lessons, whereas like looking at feedback and things like that, I really don't think I looked at one piece of feedback during my first year. Mm. If I'm going to be completely honest, but that's really good academic sort of advice there for for any course which is brilliant now Mm. focusing more on the actual living you know managing yourself say for example a first year student for the first time independent you know newly fun (laughs) exciting 
how <laughs> how did you handle that independence for the first time god that was a wild ride i tell you what it's a wild mm. ride you mm. you go in you're given a kitchen you're on a floor in a building mm. with all these crazy hormones mm-hmm. just oh, like god. yourself yeah there's shit everywhere nobody wants <laughs> to wash pots like you don't know where the hoover is <laughs> We don't it's know where the Hoover is. The where is the Hoover? Where, where is the Hoover? Is the Hoover? <laughs> <laughs> You're drunk most of the time. Yes. Trying to like figure out uni and how mm-hmm. and figure out where to find books in the library. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't honestly go with the wave. Mm. Go with the wave. Just ride mm. the wave, but also be smart. Like mm. this is the thing. I've always said you work hard. Sorry, you don't work hard, you work smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like a rule for life. Mm. Always work smart because there's no point spinning your wheels, working really hard if you're not Mm -hmm. actually doing the smart work that's going to get you what you need to pass. Yes. Get you that thing that you need to do in life. You Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So Mm. always work smart. And that's really important. To add on top of that, I would definitely say working smart isn't necessarily reading a multitude of texts. It's reading reading what you what your um what's the word the brief is what they're actually asking from you reading your feedback and says they say you just need to focus on 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 this aspect for this because then yeah. you, you save yourself time you save yourself stress so yeah that's a, a, a bit of and like, know, wisdom imparted re- on both sides yeah mm. cherry picking the relevance definitely 100 yeah I, I think i've definitely learned how to do that a bit more in my in my final year i think you know first year it was just all it, it was so much hard work for not much of an outcome whereas I feel like second and third year was working a bit more sort of smart really focusing on my briefs what they wanted yeah and and I guess it's like that in life you know really focusing on what people are actually wanting from you as opposed to trying to provide everything that you think that the the thing needs or what the, your mm. provider needs you know and um that was great that was great I'm hoping that this is a relatively smooth transition uh, into a break interlude. I don't know if my tone will be completely completely different. I don't know what the vibe will be, but I'm hoping that it's still a smooth transition nonetheless. So basically, me and Auntie ended up discussing and pouring, and it was it was a nice little cup of, well, I guess, protein. Very bulky hefty scoop of protein that has still yet to be poured so I wanted to split it up into two sort of episodes where there's a part one and a part two because I'm not too sure about you guys but I feel like if there's a podcast and it's very long and bulky I'm less likely to get through it because you need to dedicate a large amount of time and sort of not necessarily energy into it but you have to dedicate a lot of time to it and make sure that you know you'll be able to get from start to finish and I feel like that's difficult and I don't know about you guys but if I start listening to an episode and I don't know if I get a certain amount of the way through I'm not always likely to 
finish it. So I'm going to stop rambling about that, but let me know what you think. Would you rather long episodes or shorter episodes, 20 minutes to 30 minutes or an hour long? Because I know that the episodes by myself will end up probably being shorter because I'm not that insane to a point where I can just talk at myself for an hour. But the episodes with other people I've that I've recorded content for have gone over probably about an hour's an hour's length in time. So let me know. And just a reminder, there's more to be spilt from Auntie. So drink up because in a few days there's more to be spilt more of this hefty protein thank you for listening and you'll hear from me or us again soon